Hey y'all, it's Zoe. Before I get into this wonderful episode with my special guest, I would like to tell y'all that there were some sound issues, so you'll be able to hear it. Uh, it was kind of distracting for me. We were trying to work with two microphones at the same time. First time I had a guest on in person. So it was it was just learning how to do certain things. And sometimes if I have guests on, maybe we'll still have those problems. I'm still learning how to do all this. But I just hope that you can look past that. I just want to give you all a little warning. If you were like, why is this episode sound a little different? I also didn't record it where I usually record it. I usually record in my room. But... I was at this person's my special my special guest's house, so different setup, different surroundings. Uh, for me, in my room, I have fans in my room, but I turn them off immediately as I start recording, so you guys can't hear it, and so I can't hear it because I can hear myself while I'm recording. So it's distracting. So um, I just wanted to uh, let y'all know that. Uh, but next episode, everything should be back to normal. Welcome back to Black Girl Meets Pop Culture. I am your host, Zoe, and today I have a special guest. Special guest, please please introduce yourself. Yes, I am Zoe's dad, Xavier. But I guess for the purpose of this podcast, she's just referring to me as dad. Yeah, I will be referring to you as dad. So <laughs> everyone else will probably refer to you as dad as well. Yeah, I'm down for it. Or Zoe's dad. <laughs> it's probably the best way to go about it. But today, I've talked a lot about comic books on this podcast previous episode so i just wanted to talk about comic books with my dad and talk about how i personally got into comic books because honestly he's the main reason he's he's brainwashed me he's the main reason why i got into comic books so i thought we just talk have a little story time about how we got into comic books why we got into comic books what age etc and i since you're my guest father i'll let you go first great thanks though so i am 48 years old. Uh, I know, right? Um, Don't look a day over uh, 47 and a half. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember, I I don't have a lot of great uh, linear memories of being very young. All my memories of being very young all kind of broken up to events. Like, you know, Christmas, we're like going to see Empire Strikes Back in the movie theater. Um, Seeing Star Wars in the movie theater. It was very young. I was like three or four when Star Wars came out. Anyway, um, yeah, I just was a huh. You're three. Oh yeah, three. I was three. I, but I remember. And so, um, so one of my it's sad to say that my those powerful memories of youth are like holidays, pop culture events, um, or some moving like or some historical trauma. Historical. Yeah. It's just, yeah. So for me, I remember. Um, being at an at a older cousin's house. And I went there. I was like four or five years old. Um, and I was there. And he had comic books. And what's the... So I remember in my mind. Uh, the two issues that... Well, number one. The first issue I looked at was um, the Avengers. The issue of Avengers when... Um, Cathon has control of Wanda. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like one. You own it. You have an issue. Yeah, it's like 180 something. I yeah, can't so on the cover, exactly. Wanda's in, Cathon is control of Wanda. It's and, like when they had the Avengers on the side, the faces on the side, and it's her. Yeah, and what happens is all the Avengers are upside down. They're all. Uh, oh, they're, that they're, one. Yeah, okay. they're all captured. 
I distinctly remember that issue. And you say, if you remember so bad, how can you remember the number? Reasons. So anyway. It's like 180. I think 183 is Wendigore Mountain. Like the one with yeah. Quicksilver and Wanda. Exactly right. And, and then the next one the is. The Cow Lady. Yeah. The next one is the Avengers. It's like their faces on the side. Mm-hmm. And then Wanda. And then the next one is that one. That's what I remember. Yeah, uh, like he had that one, something. and um, that's why John Byrne slash George Perez are my favorite artists, minus Jack Kirby. Jack is the king, so I don't count Jack. Nerd. All is above Jack. I mean, all is below Jack. So, but George Perez, uh, John Byrne, and and that art has it's never left me. Mm-hmm. The feeling of that issue has never left me, and I love that Avengers run. Anywho. That was the moment I was I was hooked. So I've been hooked for forty three years on mm-hmm. comic books. Well, you're kind of hooked at birth because. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, name. I'm sorry. Would you, would you like to explain? Yes, that's a good point. I, I totally skipped that part. So you know, my dad was about I guess about fifteen years old when the X Men first came out. Ninety. I'm sixty three. Yeah, he was about fifteen years old when the first X Men came out. He was a teenager himself, and he. And so what happened was he grew up reading the X-Men comic book. He liked the name Xavier. He had one son that he named after himself, Stan Jr. As you do. And then he had a daughter. And then he had another son, I guess a spare. He can do he can do what he wants with the name. And he I'm literally named for Charles Xavier. I am literally named for that. So as you mentioned, you're right. I, I really didn't have much of a choice. And you're a third generation comic book nerd. Because um, my dad grew up reading all that stuff. You know, and uh, me and my brother got into it so deep. I'm still into it. And so, yeah, all mm-hmm. facts. Yep. I know. I, I heard this story before, but it's been a long time. Yeah. I guess I should go to myself. Um, well, I, I will say before we go any further about, because yeah. I think me kind of explaining a couple of things. Number one, y- y- the folks listening to this don't know, but of course, you know, I'm an educator. Was educated, worked with kids for 30 years, was in a classroom for 20 years. Um, before I got in a classroom, like after school programs, a lot of summer programs. And then I was in a classroom for 20 years. Um, I just hung up my spurs this year. Anywho, when you work with young people in terms of education, the foundation thing they need is the ability to read. And for a time you were two years old, I took you to the bookstore, I took you to the library. And I would, you know, um, set you down, even when you were very little, and read to you and have you pick books out. And, you know, you, you we, even though you were very little, you had more books than most adults. You did Diary Work with Kids series, a couple other series. And anyway, so so I made a point to you have to make people um, readers and make people lovers of the written word. And I, that was my objective is to make you a lover of, of reading. And so I would take you to, like I said, bookstore library. And then as you get a little older, you can fill in this part. <laughs> well, I'm going to start from the beginning for myself. Okay, go ahead. So you, growing up, I feel like one of my youngest memories is we were at... Youngest? Earliest? I'm sorry, oldest. <laughs> I mean, earliest memory. Whatever. Earliest. <laughs> one of my earliest memories yeah. when I was the youngest, how about that, um, was when we lived in Maryland. 
I won't disclose where I live now, but when we lived in Maryland. You, live, you can say you live in Virginia. I, I, I tell you, but you live in a DMV. Yeah, I live in a DMV. And so the DMV is the District of Columbia, Southern Maryland, Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. You really, at this point, live in Southern Maryland. Right. And you currently live in Northern Virginia. So I just basically live in a DMV. You live in DMV, right. <laughs> and um, I remember it was where we used to live. Yeah, like at, the, yeah, yeah, Maryland, at Marlboro, the condo. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember you had the TV, the old TV that we had, and the on top of the four, TV, the four thousand pound television, and on top of the TV was the Justice League. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, those little figures. Yeah, they had. We had the little figures, and I remember that. Yeah. And that show, the Justice League animated series, and Justice League Unlimited its sequel, were always playing. Like that's like you know me and your mom used to watch that yeah, series. Yeah, it's kind of like you know how people say the soundtrack of their childhood. Yeah. That was the soundtrack of right. our childhood. Yes, and see, me and your mom never watched a lot of shows together. And the one show we watched together was Justice League Unlimited. No, it was Justice League first because yeah. it was they would always do two parters, and we couldn't wait for Saturdays to come. But go ahead, right. sorry. Before, this is before streaming. This is the dark <laughs> ages before streaming. Yeah, I remember that, and I remember. Eventually, we got on DVD. Man, I can quote those episodes. You can tell them. Right. Um, but that was one of my first memories as being a comic How old person. were you? I don't remember. I, I was younger than three because that's when we knew. Wow. So, you about two. Two or three. Yeah, something like that. But wow. then, I remember when we moved to where we lived for, like, what, 15 years? Yeah. Um, the house. Uh, <laughs> it's your, it's your hence before known as the, the house. house. But I remember... There was so we lived in the the townhouses and there was a uh, uh, like condo or apartment complex right by us, right? And where we actually used to live too. And I remember there was a yard sale. I don't know if you remember, but there was yeah. a yard sale and it was like buy one of the trees. And that's where I got my first comic. I bought it. Was right that buy one? Yeah, it was. I think it was Silver Surfer '67. I, I totally remember. And it was Galactus was in the background. Oh my gosh, I remember. And it was Silver Surfer and Doctor Strange. I totally remember. And I remember. I still have it. You still have it? Yeah, like the covers fall off, but I actually went to Second and Charles and I saw it. I didn't buy it, but I saw it because I have the original, my one. But that's my first ever comic. Oh book. my gosh, I cannot. I'm so happy you still have that. I yes. cannot believe you still have it. I told you, I. I'm touched. Forgot. Like like. I, 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 I want to cry. I, I, I'm not I'll lying. I'll show you after this. Okay. I like. I want to cry. But yeah, I have that one, and that was my first comic book. And then, see, I never really read comic books. I was always watched like I watched Super Friends because of you. Yeah. I watched Super Friends. You know, I think this we just take a pause just for a second, and you need to explain how the abuse of childhood you experienced okay. under the cruel tutelage of your father yeah. making you watch everything 80s so let me back up my dad is an <laughs> 80s child so what he yeah what he made me do yeah right was we watched he-man, he-man. and i know a lot of you who are watching this don't know what he-man is look it up mm. you watch it's well, kind of like i think you say the original yes the original there have been he-man. several iterations thus but no the original the original 80s he-man masters of the universe and yes. he had a sister she-ra who yes. had her own show it's kind of like dora and diego yes with their cousins yes well yeah he-Man and She-Ra are, bro- are siblings. Yes. And we watched Transformers. Yes, the original G1. Let's clarify, please. Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. Um, Super Friends. Super Friends. Scooby-Doo. The original. And the, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and all that all that stuff. Pure eighties gold. So basically Robotech. I forgot about that. The original Robotech. Yeah. yeah. So we watched all that and then I kinda watched the nineties cartoons. Now I hope you all know in the nineties Marvel <laughs> was first of all, Marvel was bankrupt at yes. this time. Yes. So they were just pushing out cartoon shows. There was Please give us money. There was X Men animated series because X Men at the time was the most selling comic book at time. The number one selling comic book of all time, X Men one, Jim Lee and Chris, Chris Claremont. Claremont. I think right. it's like ten million issues. Yeah. And that one has multiple different color covers of yes. the same one. But we watched that mm-hmm. Spider Man animated series, Silver Surfer had a show, Iron Man had a show. The Trash Avengers show. And then Fantastic Four, then the Avengers. Oh yeah. That was love, a, uh, yeah, Fantastic yeah. Four. I love that you know, I love the intro to that song to, to that cartoon to this very two, day. There's two intros, I didn't know that. Really? I forgot. Well, oh I knew God. that, but there's two. Huh. But yeah, I grew up with all that stuff, but it wasn't until, like, even when I was five, WrestleBron yeah. and I first got my own comic book, but I, wa- I watched at the time Superhero Squad, which we can get into that, because we have <laughs> another memory of that. But I watched Superhero Squad at the time. Right. And they had comic books for kids of that. Yeah. So, I would read those. Yeah. Don't know, I think I got rid of some of them, but I... I Whatever, and then and I watched Batman: Brave and the Bold, which was another cartoon series. They had comic books for that, but it wasn't until I was twelve that I really seriously started reading comic books. Like, yeah, I think I think the first comic book, like the first paperback. And for those of you who don't know, paperbacks are like collected comic books. So trade paperback. Yeah, they're like collected comic books that has like multiple issues instead yeah. of one single Between issue. Between like six and eight or nine. Yeah, issues. something like that. And I think the first one I got was Infinity Gauntlet. And then, because, well, at the time, we all knew, especially if you watched Avengers, which came out in 2012. Yeah. We all knew Thanos was going to be the next big, big bad guy. So I was like, let me read the comic book that that movie's going to be based off of. And then I read the Dark Phoenix Saga, which was big step up. <laughs> but honestly, that's yeah. that's how I got into reading comic books it's like i've never gone back since then and yeah awesome and so uh, continuation of the story what happened was i fell off my comic book game i still loved it but there was a uh i was just busy and so, so for me i would say the late 90s like well yeah the mid 90s from like 94 to like 2000 and I don't know it was like it was like a wasteland some people grew up and loved all that stuff for real but I was I, you know I think I, I remember the, the ultimate line Marvel's Ultimates came out and I, that, which I thought, is what the movies are based off which is what yeah the Marvel Universe is clearly based off the Ultimates um I um it, it was it was a dead zone for me I had got out of comic books in my Maybe early twenties, right? And they had got rid of all my comic books because I decided I was gonna be a grown up. And I needed to live like a grown up. And I and comic books. How rich? You I mean, have. I mean, your college we pay. I, every time I watch something on YouTube, somebody I got this issue right here. It costs whatever. Like, I like I, I just started to well up because I'm like I had that and all the other ones. I had, you name it, I had it. I I don't didn't just so if I just had the comic books. That came out when I was 
like contemporaries with my life. Like if I just had combos from like eighty two to like ninety, those alone I'd be loaded. Did you have crisis? Crisis or Infinite Earth. I didn't. I didn't have crisis. No. And what happened? And I was I, so. I know we're jumping around. So, but I will say this: this is very important to know. When I was coming up, it was a war. Either Marvel or DC. There's no in between. You can't ride. You can't. The only way you can be in between is if you did a little Superman, Batman. Dab a little, dab a little Superman, dab a little, <laughs> dab a little Batman. You know what I'm saying? But beyond that, you, you're at Marvel or DC, and I was strictly Marvel. Make my Marvel. Wow. And DC, like if you said DC, I would laugh at you. And like so, the only thing DC I would get were the Who's Who's, because I love the Who's Who's was were comic books that they had like every single DC character, and like described who they were exactly, like, like their height, eye color, exactly right, their background. <laughs> and so, and Marvel had I don't care what Marvel was called. They had that too, but it, so it was like Marvel's something. I know what you're yeah. talking about. But so I had the DC version and the Marvel version, which they had now been collected to omnibuses. And I highly recommend anybody get them just so you know great d- detail about your comic books and uh, characters, backstories. So I had a DC version. And like I would just read like like some characters I didn't know. Like, this is a stupid, this, this is the trashest, I can't believe this, you know, whatever. And that's how I was art by this scrub who went by Jack Kirby. Like, this is this art, it's so boxy. I, I I can't what, but that that was my younger years. That's that's before I achieved wisdom, um, enlightenment. <laughs> no, that, that that's that's what that's that's what uh, that's what Dark Vader called wisdom when he turned to dark side. He said that's before I achieved wisdom, <laughs> um, before I achieved wisdom. Um, but anywho, I got off. So I made my Marvel. So I was only a Marvel guy, but. I would do who's who and Mar- and whatever. And there was other one other D- Marvel line I would cover, but we can, one other DC line I would cover. We'll get into that later. Okay, I know for me I was kind of the same way too. Yeah, I was diehard Marvel. That's like, right, Marvel or else. Right. It was like obviously the first one I mentioned before. The first two I read were were Infinity Gauntlet and Dark Phoenix Saga. So that's all I cared about. And yeah. I read the X Men's. I read X Men from like. 120 yeah to like 144 because that's i believe 44 45 because that's around the time uh the days of future past and note that movie i came out so too. You, you, wait you read those in my collective the, the what's it called right essentials yeah the marvel essentials yeah so, so the essentials are kind of like big paperbacks that had a whole and they're they're like, black and white they're, they're printed on black and white and they print on very cheap newsprint but you can get like 20 issues per book right so if you want a continuity if you wanted to see the art if you want to read stories for yourself for and older they, stuff right and again this is before digital comic books this is dark ages before digital comic books stone age stone age this this is the the the, the, the harsh times before you can see a digital issue so the only way to do it and all these issues that are in essentials are not collected in dishes so you would have to some a lot are some are but like you would either have to find that original issue or just not know yeah like i know dark phoenix saga is collected in paperback outside yeah. of the essentials so it's right days of future past which were books or comic books that were in those ones yeah but you'd be lost about some other things like absolutely I, like i remember before the dark phoenix saga was proteus yeah 
and I read that. I basically read the whole thing. Yeah. And not knowing, like, I could probably skip some issues. Yeah. You did a great but, job reading yeah, it. Yeah, I read the whole thing. Same thing with Avengers. It was like Avengers Essential Volume 8 and 9. Yeah. That I read practically all of. Yeah. And actually, because, like, there's a scene in Avengers Essentials 8 that you would be confused that happens with when you talk about Wanda getting possessed. There's an issue where, like, Wanda and Pietro become puppets. I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> they become puppets. Don't they're, don't they're the guy who thought he was the father of Tommy? Then he put him. Then he, isn't he behind it? Like, yeah, it was the they, wizard. Yeah, it's crazy, man. But it was a different dude. No, but the wizard was behind it. When the wizard behind it was a different guy who called them his. Ch- it was. It wasn't even the wizard. It was a different guy. Yes. Oh my god. Ooh. So they've had like five fathers, and this is ridiculous. But anyway, can you continue, trash. So like, is when they become puppets? I know that sounds <laughs> they crazy. They become literal puppets, and that's awesome. how they defeat Cthone. In they turn him to a puppet, right? They they put his soul into the Wanda puppet and like step on it i'm like yeah that's how it works yeah. but yeah Marvel. like if you if you didn't read that you'd yeah. be confused like where yeah. does puppet come from exactly you right know? like right and what i appreciate about older comics is that they have what read this issue to understand a lot of newer comics they don't really have that it's just like well oh well older like marvel was huge on continuity so like especially marvel dc not so much not marvel. so much but marvel so like basically marvel came out in 63 right started 63 it's like 60 1960, because I think that's when the Fantastic Four. No, 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 uh, uh, uh. Okay. Marvel Age was 63. Okay. Well, but you know, also Captain America came out before that. Well, I'm just talking about the Marvel Age, so 1963. So let's go with 63. So Marvel used to have continuity from 1963 all the way up to like night, like 2000. I mean, technically, it still does. Well, well, I'm saying, but but it's been broken and shuffled and whatever. So what happened is the fact that like something could happen. And you'd be so confused. Right. Something could have happened now that started, you know, 15 years before. And it's and then they may do a quick recap. Hey, you remember way back at issue five? <laughs> you know, like, I don't remember that. But I love the idea that there was continuity. I love the idea that I can get in now and I'm going to be along, on for a long ride, which they don't do now, which is one reason why I don't buy new comic books. They do that with the Nightwing series now. Oh, really? But, but, but I've heard that. Please. But, yeah, I'm sure it is. But, like... The levels of criminality that, uh, that took. All right. Sorry about that. Now we back. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry about disruption. I had to take a work, work call. Sorry mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. So we were talking about how back in the day with comic books, they were more like, you can go back. It will refer you back to an issue. Right. But now it's kind of like, good luck. Well, now it'll just be like, you know, hey, buy issue 16. Oh, by the way. A new issue number one's coming. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like. Quite frankly, we've had like what? I might be a bit hyperbolic, but like ten issues number ones of Avengers. And at one point, there was just one issue one of Avengers. You know what? Makes more money. Well, that's all, that, that's that that's. If the, X-Men number one is the most highest selling comic right, of, of all time, time, and it's number one. Right. And the thing is that so, but they did they they started X-Men one, but they kept Uncanny X-Men going. So Uncanny X Men was their first X Men comic book, and so they, you know, they kept they kept that going, and they well, added because they had X Men first, remember? Then they had to cancel it. No, Uncanny X Men never got canceled. They just started no, doing I'm reprints. No, talking about X Men with Stanley, Jack Kirby. Right, that was that was Uncanny X Men. It was just X Men. It was just X Men. Well, it then changed to Uncanny yeah, X Men because remember it's called Giant Sign X Men Number One. No, 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 no. 
so right that but that John's like X Men number one was in the middle of the X Men. It was like issue ninety three or something, ninety four. Oh. So so X Men never stopped. What happened was they stopped making new issues. They just kept doing reprints. But the series was linear. They had about a numerical, and so my they stopped doing that. And so they they stopped. Another thing they stopped doing is that for cheap thrills they start having people do strange and extreme things. So like you can read a comic book for like five years. And, you, and the character, you get to know the character, you get invested in the character, or 10 years or 20 years in my, and four, you know, 30 years, 40 years in my, I guess I would say 30 years into the, some abrupt changes. You could read and you could just know what your character will and won't do. Now they have them doing some extreme things for shock value to say, well, you won't believe who did what. Right, but it's only shocking because they have 30 years of continuity mm-hmm. to shock you with. And so, anyway. Yeah, I feel like that's more now a DC thing than a Marvel thing. Not okay. saying Marvel doesn't do it. Right. But, yeah, especially with how things have changed Absolutely. at DC. DC's a hot mess, comic-wise and yeah. public uh, movie, movie-wise. movie Sure, and then they, they're just getting bought. What I legitimately think they should do, this is just me, they should sell the publishing rights to somebody else. And they should maintain the film and television rights. Mm-hmm. And they and so when you sell off the publishing rights, um, what would happen is that whoever picks it up, they can then just go chart their own course because Marvel Comics has been damaged by being owned by Disney. Um, and we see that because Disney did not control the X Men film franchise. So then they all of a sudden say, "Well, Wanda, Pietro are mutants." Because they didn't control, you know what I'm saying? I mean, what? They, they just, just, they just corporate treated, shenanigans. They just treated the X Men so badly uh, and tried to bring in the Inhumans, which was supposed to be a movie, but yeah, they were, they tried to downplay the X Men, which was the number one seller forever, because that and Teen Titans were the number one yeah. sellers in the eighties, absolutely of their publication. And then, you know, Teen Titans would be number one in all comics, and X Men maybe two, and then they go back and back and forth. So. Teen Titans was the number one selling comic book in, you know, in, in comicdom. And X-Men, they would go back and forth in terms of, you know, uh, those giants, those juggernauts. And so um, both comic companies have been harmed um, because, um, or yeah, the companies and the production and what they put out has been harmed because of corporate, corporate shenanigans. Um, so they, to me, they would just be better off saying, DC Comics has nothing to do with DC because growing up, we knew that Wonder Woman television show really didn't have anything to do with what's going on in Wonder Woman comic book. And we knew that Superman movies didn't have anything to do with what was going on in the comic books. We knew that, you know... Well, uh, later on with the crystals and stuff. Later on what? With the crystals. Exactly right. So it, cha- it changed because now people think of super... like. The Fortress of Solitude just yeah. like like looked like a snow place. It looked like Hoth in uh, Star right. Wars. Right. But now because of the movie even a little towards the 80s and stuff yeah. because of the effect of the movie it looks completely different right or it's to to its betterment not to its detriment absolutely so so but it didn't affect like like how it didn't have a very damaging or it was like its effect was very light absolutely and so it, here's the thing like it's not changing a whole bunch of it's just changing the fortress of solitude which so, desperately needed to be changed yeah so film have not merely negatively stripped comic books. 
And we can see that with Iron Man. I mean, Iron Man was a C-rated hero. Nobody nobody cared about Iron Man. Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Captain America, Thor. These these were not major titles. They were they were losers. They I mean, one of my favorite YouTube channels says says like you know what the Avengers are actually called the Unsellables. Well, it's it's a group of. People that can't sell, like you can't sell Scarlet Witch, you can't sell Vision. At the time, you couldn't sell Black Widow. You couldn't sell Mantis. Well, think about, think about Guardians of the Galaxy. You know the whole, all these comic books. They were like trash. Well, they 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 were just not. They were jokes. They were not on top of the mountains in concern uh, uh, when it comes to comic books. And so Disney, so so film can enhance. I'm not so I I I don't want to be say it can't, but when it tries to manipulate continuity and bring characters in and out, when you try to have the champions come in because you own all those characters, like, hey, we're going we to make the champions a thing and, like, uh, trash. Yeah, right. Uh, and, I mean, I guess to say the new champions, because I actually do like the champions from the late 70s, early 80s, John Byrne run on champions is great. It's a whole other thing, guys. Um, so, so, anyway, I think DC Comics would be, with the comic would do comic books would do would be if someone just said look I want to buy the publishing rights to produce comic books and we're going to have a separate continuity than the film mm-hmm. and then go on because to me you know Barbarian see Barbarian Aquaman was an interesting twist but I don't like it mm-hmm. you know but that, that's how people think Aquaman's a barbarian he's a sea barbarian you know what I'm saying much different than the character so that's when he came in the 90s he became a sea barbarian he lost his hand got his hand eaten off and okay. Was that? Oh, he had a hook hand, Captain and hook. he was straight Captain Hook. But you know, Isn't his hook hand made of water too. Well, that was later. He had a hook hand, and then he had a hand that was made of water. That can be he had a water hand. I know, right? This, this, you don't have to go that hard. Don't do that. It, it, he, he had a good run before. You don't have to burn. But even from all that, we got the trench. You know, so 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 there's. It wasn't just horror. Mm-hmm. You can do things, and not to mention the Aquaman movie was great. I actually, I was very. I had no interest in seeing it, but it was really good. Minus the uh, person, elephant who, in the room. Person who named that shall not be. Exactly. Named. We don't give them. <laughs> I'm not even. We don't give them attention. Yeah, it's. I won't be down to who they are. Yeah, it's it's, it's a nightmare. Uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, I know it's kind of everywhere, but yeah. We did mention Teen Titans, and that's where I would kind of like to wrap this up. Yeah. With talking about how. I, we personally got into comic books. Mm. And for me now, as someone who's 19, I, when quarantine started, now we all remember Corona. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if you can say that word. You might get banned. Oh, yeah. The algorithm. Quarantine. We'll just say that. Yeah, we got all got quarantined. So when that started, you gave me a personal project. Because, I mean, we, we were doing nothing. Yeah. It was like, I remember when... The NBA got suspended, and it was it was such a big deal because nobody thought this disease would would take over like that. And it took over. And you gave me a personal project, and you were like, you know, I think you would like reading the new Teen Titans. And I was like, okay. And I had, and so just real quick, they had they have um, collected editions of th- th- that. That run that George Perez, who else was all the Marv Wolfman. Marv Wolfman, George Perez run, that was number one when I was very young, and Zoe had never. All Zoe knew about Teen Titans was was the show. Was the show. 
Please continue. Yeah, all I knew was the show. So, and obviously it's a kid show. You know, you can't do a lot of dark storylines like they do in the comic books. You can't do that because, like, it's like when they couldn't call Deathstroke Deathstroke. They called him Slade. Because, oh, we have a sensitive audience and, like, what, kids. What's interesting is that, yeah, but those, those same kids, when I was a kid, they just called him Deathstroke. And we thought he was all, like, it was, it, it was I guess, a whole other episode, their temperament. Like, I watched G.I. Joe growing up. It was a military combat. <laughs> People die. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I read that. And it's crazy how much it is, like, the show. Or how much the show, like, there's legit storylines that are in the show that I'm like, wow. But that, see, I feel like reading Teen Titans. Because when I was in high school, I had a break of, like, comic books. You know, I didn't really have the time. But like I would read them here to here why, and there. Why didn't you not have time? I mean, your audience wants to know. <laughs> uh, you know, we just, as I mentioned, church, uh, high school is a new environment. You know, hanging your, out with friends and your stuff. Your music, I mean, your music. Oh yeah, true, true, true. That's that's what I'm talking about. Everything else was minor. You, I, about that. I mean, not to mention it's like you basketball from five to fifteen. Yeah, and I would practice my guitar. Yes. Every so day. you had you you were you had basketball and music. That's what took over. Right. So I didn't really have time to read comic books. I mean, I went to the movies and stuff and I watched videos about comic books, but reading them, you know, I didn't really have the time the dedicated time to do that. So it wasn't until quarantine I was rereading stuff and you suggested I read new new Teen Titans and Man, I got back into comic books. Like, I was converted from a Marvel fan to a DC fan. And yeah. I'm like, sorry, DC is objectively better. I know people are going to come at me and be like, fight, fight. But Zoe, no, it's not. But when you read New Teen Titans and you see what it did for, for comic it, books. Exactly. But it, what it did for comic books, but also for also ran characters Kid Flash. Wonder Girl. And also the the twist that they did, like for example, this is no spoiler, but in the, like it's like the fifth issue that you find out that Raven's father is Trigon. This is a new plot. Wait, thing. wait, 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 wait. Raven's father is Trigon? Oh my gosh. Jesus, thanks for spoiling for me, Zoe. <laughs> no, it's 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 a new plot thing, like what it, it came out the same year that Empire Strikes Back came out. Mm. Now obviously it had to be inspired by that because there's a lot of comic books that were I don't know. I mean, I'm, I, I'm gonna say yes. But here's the thing. I, I'm going. Here's the point. A lot of those details were in the works before because they always say who came, like who robbed who. Was it X Men or was it um, Doom, Patrol. Doom Patrol? But because they came out at the same time, they mean they were in the works at the same time. That's a conversation for a different day. Okay, cool. Keep but going. like, yeah, it did a lot of things. Like there was a traitor on the team, which was a secret traitor. That was never done. No. If you read X Men, they never did like a traitor on and the it, team. And then what happened was it was a long term, quiet. But what what they did it's long about a year, right? What they did long term was the Dark Phoenix saga because even before she turned Dark Phoenix, she was getting manipulated for a long like, like time. Two years. Yeah, exactly. So so they would they would have the patience to tell stories and the foresight to tell stories that were going to. The subtlety, I guess subtlety was was like nowadays they they, they don't they don't you know subtlety. Even say with Raven like. Every, that is Trigon. You well, like, it's ever since. Also, spoiler alert: we, I won't say what she was doing, what she did to a, a member of Teen Titans. Oh, yeah. That is totally Me Too ish. I'm about to say if that's something like that happened now, that would not be accepted. She she be canceled. That in particular, be okay. if, if the gender roles were reversed, canceled. 
that we would, would everybody be DC would be canceled. That would not be okay. But yeah, it did so many things, especially when I was talking about the traitor instance. Like that was that was that was a whole year of yeah, and like and, and the thing that she wasn't Tara's a likable character. Like like the Tara that. No, of the terror that, that was presented was likable, and you can see, hey, she's a no. teen titan, and you can say, hey, you know what? She makes sense on the team. Like, like she was a serious character. Like the co- like the costume was well thought out, and her story, her powers were unique. I never thought she was likable. You just okay because there are scenes where like she throws jabs at people, and I'm like, those aren't even subtle. It's like open jabs. But yeah, but but it's kind of good to have that in a combination mix of characters because everybody was cyborg. That's what cyborg did. Oh my god! He called Raven Witch all the time. See, I'm I'm telling you, he called her witch like every look witch like good For real, god. Was Cyborg on the team. Cyborg is the one to keep it real. Okay, he always kept it real. He was like, look at Raven. She's getting uglier. <laughs> <laughs> he basically did that. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like Teen Titans. I would suggest everybody like yeah. anybody who's interested in reading comic books. I would highly suggest. I think you definitely have. Have you done an issue? Have you have you done an episode on Teen Titans yet? No. I think we have to do just that specific episode on team because I have the omnibuses up to they they go up to five. Mm-hmm. I think I stopped at four because I think five was not supposed to be good. But I probably will pick up five. Mm-hmm. So I have the, the entire run, and you have the collected edition, the trade paperbacks, up all the way through. Also, not all of them. There's a new one that came out. I didn't get it yet. Or there's two new ones I think that came out. Right. I didn't get it yet. But the thing but is that, but you have a majority of them. I mean, come on. It was like like what the twelve? You have the twelve. Yeah. So you have a lot of a, lot, a whole lot of continuity you have. Continuity you have. Uh, continuity have you? Uh, like continuity have you? But yeah, I think. Any any other thoughts before we wrap this up? I think this is we're going to table this. This might have to be uh, we might we, 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 because one thing I do want to talk about will be the the DC. My I. I I want to talk about. I'm gonna do an episode on Jack Kirby. Why Jack Kirby? I want to do an episode on the 1970s comic books or 70s, 80s comic books that focus on World War II. Um, there was uh, two different Marvel-headed heroes set during World War II. DC has heroes set during World War II. I would definitely like to follow up with that by following up on the the series that followed that series, mm-hmm. Infinity Incorporated. So talk about All Star Squad, Infinity Incorporated. Uh, on DC side and Invaders on Marvel side, uh, Micronauts. I would definitely want to pick up the the Marvel Micronauts run because they have all those issues now. Mm-hmm. So I can talk about it without tears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, that is all we have today. Um, as per usual, if you like this episode, which I know you did, especially with my special guest, you know you gotta share it, send it to your friends, send it to people you think will like it, send it to people you don't think will like it. And as per usual, I'll be back next week with another episode. But until then, peace. <laughs>